0: I've been looking at it some this week, and I've preached from it before, and some of you can quote part of it. seems like it's a scripture that a lot of people can quote, but ain't a whole lot of people can live by it. Not that they can't live by it, they don't live by it. You know why they can't live by it? Simply because they've got too much of the world in their mind that they can't follow what God is saying. But well, I'm going to be a preacher out of of uh, Second Chronicles, chapter seven, mostly this morning. But I found out something, and I learned something in studying, and I preach from this. I've had other preachers preach from it. I don't know ten, eleven years ago when we dedicated the church here. I preached this message, of my people. And but as I was reading and I studying, and I like to go back and read history a lot of times on somebody who I'm preaching on. Does anybody do that? And sometimes, you know, I just pick it up and I read a scripture and God just shows me a message and I preach it. But I believe we need to know who we're preaching about and what we're preaching about. And so, and studying this, and I know that the Bible said, let me read uh, seven, uh, Chronicles 7 and 14. And the Lord appeared to Solomon 9 and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place for thyself for a house to of sacrifice. Now, if you just read that and you read over chapter 6, or if you read over chapter 6 there, you will read where Solomon was praying. Who was he praying for? Who was Solomon praying for? Nobody knows. Solomon was praying. He was the king of Israel and he was praying for Israel. But what was he praying for Israel about? We're ready for revival, church. We're ready for revival. He was praying for himself. He was praying for his people. Now let me ask you this, why was he praying for them? Oh boy. He was praying for them because they had backslid on God. We need to be a praying for America today. Because it backslid on God. We don't just need to be praying for America brother Dean. We need to be praying for Bloomington Chapel. Uh, because a lot of them is backslid on God. And they don't realize they're backslid on God. Now you might say when I read this today. You might say well. Uh, uh, you know. Uh, uh, you might think. It, well this is the first time that God. Uh, appeared to Solomon. Uh, but it wasn't, and I found out this. I found out that God back over, uh, back over, and uh, uh, let me see if I can find it here. Back over, well, I've got it, some more than Here it is. 1 Kings chapter 3 and verse 5. If Lee, can you put us up there or are you there? 1 Kings chapter 3 and verse 5, and listen to what he's saying. And I'm going uh, to start reading there verse 3. And Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statues of David his father, only he sacrificed and burnt incense at high places. These high places was considered to be up on the mountain where people went and worshipped and went and sacrificed uh, Amen uh, unto the Lord. And the king went and the king went to Gideon to sacrifice there, for that was a great high place. A thousand burnt offering did Solomon offer upon that altar. Now listen to this in Gibeon the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night and God said to him uh, he said Ask what I shall give thee uh, and Solomon began to ask God uh, and he said what would most of us ask God if God appeared to you uh, and God said uh, Uh, Mark, what would you ask me to do for you? I know what Mark would say. He said, you'd give me a million dollars. What would you say, Brother Dean, if God appeared to you uh, and he said, I'm going to give you whatever you want, Brother Dean. Uh, You just ask me. What would you ask for? You'd ask for a billion? (laughs) You're more greedier than Mark over here. But what did Solomon ask God for? He asked God for wisdom to do what? To lead the children of Israel. Give me wisdom and give me knowledge, God, because he said uh, uh, up there, and now, my God, uh, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David, my father, and I am but a little child. Uh, I know not how to go out or to come in. Uh, he was saying to him saying to the Lord, uh, uh, Lord, uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm just young at this, uh, and here you're putting a great challenge on me, uh, uh, and I don't know what to do. I don't know how to come in, and I don't know how to go up. I don't know how to handle people. Uh, God, all I want you to give me uh, is wisdom and knowledge to lead the people uh, in the right directions. Hey, man. That's all I asked God, Brother Dean, and this is God's heaven's truth. When God called me to preach, uh, I didn't ask for money. Uh, I didn't ask for a new car. I didn't ask for a new house. Uh, I said, God, I am not educated. God, I don't know how to pastor this. and God said, no, but I do. Uh, amen. You see, God don't call the uh, equipped. He equips the call. Amen. But uh, He called you to do and Give the Lord a hand of pray, And it's like, like we're Christians this morning. <laughs> and so God said today, it said to Solomon. He said, Solomon, He said, because you have asked this thing of wisdom and knowledge, you, to lead my people. Uh, he said just because that's all you ask for. Uh. He said, "I'm going to, I'm going to use this paraphrase. I'm going to make you Dean a billionaire. Hey, uh, man! I'm going to give you, uh, make you rich. I'm going to build you a house. I'm going to build you a temple. Uh, I'm going to anything. Uh, I'm just going to bless you so abundantly uh, that you're going to be blessed more than any other king uh, in the back time or in the forward time." Uh, And if you read the history of Solomon, uh, he was the wealthiest, he was the wisest, uh, and he was one of the greatest kings uh, that ever lived. Amen. Just because he didn't ask God uh, for things that he didn't really need, uh, but he asked God for things that he did need, uh, and that was wisdom and knowledge. Praise God this morning. And God said, Solomon called you back to this man. He said, I'm going to bless you. You ain't going to believe how we'll be blessed. And then over in 1 Kings uh, chapter 9, and verse 1 and 2. Now remember there, in 1 Kings 3 5, God appeared unto Solomon all the way back over in Kings. Now listen to the second time uh, that he appeared to him was in 1 Kings 9, and 1 and 2. Uh, when he made a covenant with, uh, with Solomon. Uh, and it came to pass when Solomon had finished the building of the house of the Lord and the king's house and all Solomon's desire, uh, which he was pleased to do, uh, that the Lord done what? That the Lord appeared uh, to Solomon the second time uh, as he had appeared unto him in Gibeon. Uh, now let me tell you something about Solomon. Uh, and I'll guarantee you, you probably don't know it uh, unless you've read it. Uh, can anybody tell me uh, who Solomon married? The first one. He had a lot of wives, but the first one that he married. How many is awake this morning? How many can hear me this morning? See, this is going to be worth a trip this morning because you're going to be smart as I am when you leave here. (laughs) The Bible says that Solomon, there in Gideon, I believe it was, that Solomon took Pharaoh's daughter. Anybody remember Pharaoh? Well, I'm not talking about the Pharaoh that you remember, the one... (laughs) Hey, man, you tucked uh, them in the body. And I told somebody, I said, uh, and if, just, if I didn't explain myself, Mark, you'd say, well, how old was Solomon, you know? Well, Solomon was a young man. And he took Pharaoh, the king of the king of uh, who was it, Egypt, he was king over, he took his daughter. But it was a different Pharaoh than the one that took the children of Israel in the body. You see, there Egypt had a lot of pharaohs over the years. Hey, man, they call their king Pharaoh. So, there's a lot of pharaohs. But this pharaoh had a daughter and Solomon took her and married her. And then if you read there, and I'll tell you what, I'm going to invite you to read it unless you're awful smart. Because of the children, he started naming the children and the wives and all of this. And you get mixed up. But that don't really matter. But that was the second time that God appeared unto Solomon in a dream uh, and told Solomon and talked to Solomon. So now go with me over to 2 Chronicles uh, chapter 5 and 7. Uh, but let me look in verse uh, in chapter 6 there in the last part of it. Uh, and we would see, and I'm just highlighting everything here uh, to get the picture this morning. Uh, but you would see over here uh, that Solomon was praying again uh, for the children of Israel. Why was he praying for the children of Israel? Why was he praying? Huh? Because they had backslid again on God. Now remember, Solomon was what well David was supposed to have built, the house of God, Solomon's father. But he came down to it and God said, No, David, you're not going to build my house, my temple. Why did he tell David that? Because he had blood on his hand. And we don't have time to go there this morning. But he said, you're not going to build it, but your son is going to build my temple. And he did. And so I just read you there when he had built the temple and and built his own house and everything, but still people are still backslidden on God. Ain't it easy to backslide on God? It ain't no trouble to backslide on God. Well, let me tell you something. If you'll get serious with God, it's not hard to get back to where God wants you to be. And so he was praying here, and he said, God, in verse 37, verse 37, I won't look at that verse. Yet if they be think or stop and think about what they have done themselves in the land whether they are carried captive and turn and pray unto thee in the land of their captivity saying uh, we have sinned, we have done amiss and have dealt uh, weakly if thou return to thee with all thine heart and with all their soul in the land of captivity whether they have carried them uh, and so on and so forth. In verse 39 he said then hear thou from heaven, even from the dwelling place, their prayers and their supplications, uh, and maintain their cause, and forgive thy people which have sinned uh, against thee. Now, God, now my God, let I beseech thee, thine eyes be open, remember this, uh, and let thine ear attend unto the prayer that it made in this place. Uh, now, therefore, arise, O Lord God, into thy resting place, uh, Thou and thy art and thy strength. Let thy priest, O Lord God, be clothed with salvation. And let thy saints rejoice uh, in goodness. Now he was praying his prayer. Now listen. Uh, and the Lord turned not away the face of thine O Lord God, turn not away the face of thine uh, God, uh, face of thy, of anointed. Uh, remember the mercies of David, uh, thy servant. Now when he had finished his prayer... Uh, the Bible says in chapter 7 verse 1. I want to get into the message now. Uh, now when Solomon had made an end of praying. Uh, what happened? What happened? The Bible said when he had made an end of praying. Uh, that the fire came down from heaven. How many believe we need to see some fire in the church today? Amen. How many believe that today? And when. See. I've always said there's power brother Lloyd. There's power. More power in prayer than we even know if we would just pray Him and not just pray Him, uh, but pray Him and believe in Him. Amen. It's one thing to pray Him, but another thing to pray and believe in Him. David or Solomon had been there before. Uh, he had prayed before for the children of Israel. Uh, amen. And now he was serious because uh, here he had the house of the Lord built. Uh, here he had his own house built. Here he had a whole nation of Israel uh, uh, standing around who were I uh, just read to you up there. In verse 37 he said they have sinned uh, and their backslid on God. Uh, so he was praying to God to forgive them uh, and to bring them back. Amen. Uh, I believe God would like to see uh, his church get back to where we used to be. Amen. How many believe that? Uh, I believe even Jeremiah said uh, we need to get back into the old past uh, and walk therein. Uh, I'm telling you we're living in time today church uh, that you can't tell the church from the world uh, no the world from the church. Amen. You can't tell the difference. I know Tony was talking about this morning Tony God does judge your heart. And man judges out of parents, and that's 100% right. Uh, but sometimes uh, God also said, Tony, if we get the inside cleaned up, uh, then God will clean the outside. Amen? Yeah. Hey, right. He'll clean the outside. So Solomon was praying, and when he finished his prayer, the Bible said, the fire came down from heaven and consumed and they burned the burnt offerings uh, and the sacrifices. And listen to this. And the glory of the Lord filled the house. Huh? What do you think he was talking about? The glory of the Lord filled the house. What do you think he's talking about? It was there. The priest couldn't even go in and offer. Somebody. The priest couldn't even go in and pray. It's what the Bible says. Why not? Because the house was filled with the glory of God. For we can understand. What I'm saying this morning, we need to understand the glory of God. Huh. What do you think the glory of God was? Whew. God twenty some years, and I don't believe y'all learn a thing. So bright that the mortal body cannot Brother Jerry, you're right. It was the house was filled with the Lord with the presence of God. The presence of God. How long it been since you couldn't come in the house because the presence of God was so strong in that house? How long? Tracy, we need to get back to prayer. Hey, Amen. We need to wake up and we need to get the dead life from falling off of us. Hey man, get hot shot or whatever it takes to get involved. And we need to wake up and we need to realize uh, who God was and what God done for us. Uh, we don't even realize sometimes, I believe we've backed off from God so much uh, that we don't even stand and listen to God anymore. That didn't cost you nothing. That was free of charge because I just got it from God. Brother Larry was talking back to us. Thank you, Brother Larry. It's good to go to other places sometimes and then you will realize what you've got at home. Amen. Just because people have got it home and they think they're going to keep it at home and that's the way it's going to be forever and ever and ever. Amen. Does anybody listen to me this morning? I'm trying to get us ready for revival. And we think just because we've got a good crowd, we've got good offers, we've got a big church, uh, we've got all these beautiful things, you know. Let me tell you something. Israel had them too, but God took them away. And don't you think that when we turn our back on God, uh, that God can't shut this place down either. How did them churches get there, a lot of them? They were falling after the world instead of after God. People tell me, they say, Ralph, you're too hard sometimes. I'll guarantee you it ain't as hard on you for me to preach it to you as it was for Jesus Christ to fulfill what He done so that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Amen? And so we see the glory of the Lord fill the house, and the priest cannot enter into the house of the Lord. Because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house, uh, and when all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord upon uh, the fell upon the house, uh, listen this—they bowed themselves with their faces to the ground uh, upon the pavement, and they worshipped and praised the Lord, saying, uh, "For He is good; uh, for His mercy endureth forever." Uh, you see what happens. Uh, when the presence of God, when people uh, get serious with God, and when the presence of God uh, moves upon the house, amen, you see what happens? These people uh, fell on their face. They didn't stand or they didn't say it, and say a little minute or two prayer. They fell and they began to repent of their sin. Uh, why? Because they just seen uh, what God had done, amen. And they begin to repent. Uh, and listen over in verse uh, over in verse. Uh, Verse 11, it said, uh, And Solomon finished the house of the Lord, uh, and the king's house, and all that came into Solomon's heart, uh, to make an end, to make in the house of the Lord, uh, and in his own house, he prophesied the whatever affected. Now listen to this in verse 12 of the message. And the Lord appeared to Solomon, uh, which was the third time that night, uh, in the Bible, And said unto him. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night. And he said unto him. What did he say unto Solomon? He said what? Speak up. I have heard thy prayer. Now you ain't going to like this and I really don't care. But when have you been praying? When have you been praying like they was praying and like Solomon was praying? How long have you been praying? Lord, give me this. Lord, give me that. Lord, heal me. Lord, do this. Lord, do that. But how long has it been since you've been praying or have you ever and when you got done praying that you hear the voice of the Lord say, I have heard your prayer. How many of you how many of you heard that before? Don't lie to me. How many of you heard the Lord say that? None of you? You know why? That's because, including myself, sometimes we don't stay there that we connect heaven. Sometimes we'll run in and we'll say a little minute or two prayer and then we'll be gone. Or we'll jump in the car in the morning over sleep or get our coffee ready and we'll go down the road. Well, I had to pray coming down the road. I had to say a prayer coming the road. The Bible says you can pray where you can, but sometimes you need to get seriously somewhere on your knees if you're going to touch heaven and you need to pray and cry out to God. Amen. If you don't, you ain't going to hear them words. I have heard your prayer. I have heard your prayer. And notice what he said, and I have chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send hostilities among my people, uh, if my people look at somebody and say, are we God's people? But well, who's He talking to today? He's talking to us right now. He said, if I do all this, He said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, and pray, and seek my face, now here's a key words." And turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear them from heaven. And I will forgive their sin. And I will heal their land. Don't you think God if we would pray as Solomon prayed today. Don't you think if we would pray that way. Don't you think we would hear God say. I I have heard your prayer. I have chosen this place. To be mine. I've chosen this place. I'm going to be in this place. I'm going to dwell in this place. How many would like to see that? How many would like to see that? But that ain't all that he said. That ain't all that he said. He said, if you will listen to me, if your people will humble themselves from the Lord, and if they will pray, if they will seek my face, he said. then he said, I will see them from heaven he said, I'll come down. He said, I'll heal the land. How many believe their land needs healing today? How many believe America needs healing today? Give the Lord a hand of praise. Well, hey Amen. It needs it. How many believe the churches need the healing today? Not just this church, but all the churches. Uh, we need to get back into the presence of God. Hey Amen. And not just come in and go through the motions of having church. He said, if you'll do this, he said, "I hear from heaven." He said, "My eyes shall be open and my ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. For now, for now, I've seen your people, or my people. I have chosen. I have sanctified. We know what sanctified means. How many believe this house right here is sanctified for the Lord? How many believe that we need to use it?" Is a sanctified house. How many believe we need to reverence this house here? I've been to churches, Brother Dean, and you go in and they'll just be a drinking and eating all over in the sanctuary. Is that pleasing to God? No, it's not. And I want to tell you, young people and you older people, I've done Gil-sharing or Shannon the authority uh, they're not to be in Christmas practice and they're not to be food in this sanctuary and they're not to be cults in this sanctuary. And I better not come find no bubble gum like I've been finding all over the house either. You're going to come for one reason and that's practice a Christmas program and not just to show how good you are but show you're doing it for the glorified of God. If we start doing things to glorify God then we're going to be blessed. Amen? Instead of glorifying ourselves. So we see here, boy a lot of this is just free this morning because I didn't know it was coming. For now I have chosen to sanctify this house that my name may be there forever and mine eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. And as far thee if thou wilt walk before me as David thy father walked and do according to all that I have commanded thee, Solomon, and shall observe my statutes and my judgment, then will I establish the throne of thy kingdom according as I have coveted it with David thy father, saying, There shall not fail thee a man to be ruler in Israel. But verse 19, everybody look at that. You got it up here, Lee? Verse 19, "But, but if ye return away and forsake my statues and my commandments, which I have set before you, and shall go and serve other gods and worship them. Then, he said, I will pluck them up by the roots out of my land, which I have given them. And this house, which I have sanctified for my name, will I cast out of thy sight, and will make it to be a proverb and a byword among all nations. And this house, which is high, shall be and astonishment to everyone that passed by it, so that he shall say, Why hath the Lord done thus unto this land and unto this house? And God said, In it shall be answered uh, because they forsook the Lord. Is anybody with me? God is speaking to us this morning. Amen. Then I will pluck them up by the roots out of my land, out of the land I have given them, and this house which I have sanctified my name, will I cast out of thy sight, and will make it to be a proverb and a byword among all men. And this house which is high shall be an astonishment to everyone that passeth by it, so that he shall say, Why hath the Lord done this unto the land and unto this house? And it shall be anger because. They forsook the Lord their God, uh, and their, uh, the Lord God and their fathers, uh, which brought them forth out of the land of Egypt uh, and laid hold on other gods and worshiped them and served them. Uh, therefore hath he brought out all this evil upon them. Church, that is for us today. Uh, it's up to us. Amen. Uh, Where are we going to be blessed in this place? Or where are we going to be like Israel, We're going to hear God say if you don't quit serving other gods and other things. People one day is going to pass by and say what happened to that beautiful building there uh, uh, what is happening to us today, what's happened to America today, and people's already acting what in the world uh, is going on, nobody knows uh hey man, nobody knows, and I begin to wonder the uh, delay we live in if anybody cares what's going on, uh, hey man, let me tell you something, friend. Uh, Nobody ain't going to change nothing uh, except God. Uh, and God is not going to change nothing uh, until His people, which are called uh, by His name, humble themselves and praise and seek God's face.